Hey, 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 welcome back to another episode of Life in the Fast Lane. I am your host, Nick Carlson, and I am with my world-famous co-host, the CTO, world-famous CTO, Senior Kyle Parks. How are we this morning? I was going to say, it's not world-famous, but there have been a couple of downloads in Italy. There's been more, like, we have double Italy, digits? Uh, very close. Yeah. It's nine now. Shocker, it's nine. I, I hate you. <laughs> Nine in Italy. We have a couple in Canada. Um, actually, this is cool. So um, on YouTube, I I had to go into YouTube analytics to be able to find this data, but we have more downloads through YouTube, so we're almost at 500 now. No shit. Yeah. That's so awesome. I'm excited. You know, I just thought about this while you are talking, because <clears throat> my brain is a big, giant mess up there, um, is uh, what if we spent the money and had all of this, all these conversations, we got to freaking do this. We've got to get all this um, dubbed in Spanish. Because this entire yeah. fucking thing is the Spanish guys, the Latinos, run this industry. I mean, you're right. Why in the hell aren't we doing that? We're stupid. We are. Can well, you, we're smart. Can you write that down? Well, can, we're, can you do that? I can. All right, Fiverr. Nobody take my secrets. Yeah, You're not no listening. Secrets. No um, one listening to us right now. We're going to put it on the back so nobody looks at it. Yes, right. Okay. This is that's huge, dude. Like we just ran a big bunch of ads because the snowmates. I saw that in Spanish. They're selling like crazy to the, the, the Latino group of people. It's really? like we've had a ton of orders from the because they're smart. They're efficient. They know how to get shit done and they know how to make a dollar stretch. It is kind of crazy though cuz if it, if you look at the guys that are running the companies now, you know, just the regular owner operators um, they look at it and go, oh yeah, I don't, I don't need to get that machine. I don't need to get that. I don't need to get this. I can just have my, you know, Latinos do it. And as soon as they see it, and if they try to implement it, they're like ten times faster. It's not twice. It's ten times. Yeah, it's ten times. It amplifies yeah. it like crazy. You know what would work for the Spanish thing? Maybe not Fiverr. AI. A ooh. An AI voiced over in Spanish. I guarantee you that'll work. Cause like I'm looking at AI right now for like cold calling, and they have freaking conversations with people. Yeah. Have you seen that? I have. I heard about So I was listening to, it was either Bradley or somebody else, but they were talking about, oh, it was Bradley. Um, I have to find the episode, but they went kind of deep into it of how they use AI for their co-calling. And then I, I don't really want to say it was like their answering machine, but they're, it was just, it was a, an extra way to interact with the person before you actually got to a person. Dude, it's sick. We, we've got to get on that. I think that's going to be big. Okay. Enough of, of Chat the GPT, chatter. here we come. Yeah, no, it's going to be more than that. Chat GPT is like falling behind now. It's really? Cr it's crazy. Yeah, there's way more stuff out there now. It's, it's Mr. Scary. I don't like computers. I and... freaking hate it. That's why I'm looking at you saying, can you do it? Because I can't explain. Uh, I have dad. the ideas. I have the ideas, but that's about Dude, it. Dude, my dad, he could write the code for all that. Bring it. Tell like, him, tell he would him. crap on everybody. Tell him to retire and come here. All right, bet. All right, done. And bring your sister. She can do all the graphic design. Dude, she actually got, uh, or she's trying to get a job at NSA right now. Can she work for me on the side? Probably. Do it. Bet. Yeah, because she's she's really freaking good at she's it. She's a good kid. She, she did. Oh, dude, she made a um. What was it? It was a like a two two thousand and four era Mustang, and she like she made so she was trying to make our logo or something for us for the fast lane, and she ended up making her own. She made the Mustang and everything, and then made it from the back half like where the rear tire is and she made it fade into like an American flag nice it was pretty cool but I'm like I don't think that's exactly what we're looking for but she had like the 09 on the car and everything she's learning yeah it was cool, cool. I'll see cool. if she can copy it and send it over I'll, I'll Tell show her you it if she's gonna do one for us and make a, like a revamp one it's gotta be a Koenigsegg a Koenigsegg oh come on oh my lord oh, one, one. dude I'm telling you I am working my tail off because one day I'm gonna own a Koenigsegg 
own it. I would be fun. I'd at least take me for a ride. Oh hell yeah! Wait till you get. Wait till we get into my freaking Audi when it's got I'm, that Motec. I'm excited. Anti lag baby. What? You're gonna hear noises come out of me from laughter that are just gonna. Be, it's not gonna be like freaking out. I'm gonna be laughing so hard that I'll be crying. Oh, it'd be great. Tears gonna run out of our eyes. It's gonna go so fast. Yeah, I can't wait. Okay, let's get this freaking show on the road. We have sat down and we discussed today's episode, and what we're gonna be focused on is the subconscious mind. I like this. So this one actually plays a lot into um, why I failed with the company last year. Is I didn't, I didn't stretch myself to give like I didn't make a big enough goal for myself, and I didn't write it down, and I didn't, I didn't make it a physical thing to reach for mm-hmm. per se mm-hmm. that I just I fell right on my face. So tell us more about that. Like, like let's go right into that. So I know it's funny. I was on the ride in today, and I was like, I would really like to do a podcast on you know, where I messed up and, you know, where I had had my failures and my biggest failure. And this is in, in part of anybody is a hundred percent me is that I bought a 3,500 dump truck because I went to Ben's, um, facility and I was like, dude, I could use this dump truck. Like I could, I could easily implement it. And for the first year I did pretty well. The second year, I got way over ambitious. I had the dump truck. I had, you know, my trailer equipment, the whole nine. We ended up getting an extra. Did you shock yourself? <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> but no, I had. I got the dump truck. I had an extra truck. I had the ramp rack, which if you're in the landscape industry and you ha- are in like those super confined areas, it is definitely worth the buy. Um we enjoyed every ounce of it. It made life so much. <laughs> Fucking thing shocked me again. I know, dude. These chairs, you build up so much static and you grab something metal, you're like, ow! It ripped me. All right, continue. But yeah, it, it played into the shiny syndrome of like, oh, you know, like I had these goals of like, oh, I would love to have crews. I'd love to have this and that. And I, I took the steps forward too early and I painted this picture of like, well, if I have this, this, and this, I can get here. But I never implemented the how to get there. And it everything just kind of fell apart because I, I'll put it to you this way, I didn't believe in myself to be able to hit that goal, so I didn't. Really? So I saw it. I didn't know how to wrap my mind around it in order to see. Okay, I can bring in a quarter of a million dollars. I can bring in half a million dollars. I didn't. I couldn't see myself bringing that, so I self limited myself. That was a lot of self. Anyway, I self-limited myself in that aspect because I didn't have the mindset of I can bring in this amount of money. You didn't think that? I 100% no, I didn't. Really? Yeah. Interesting. And I I don't know what it was. I don't know what that cap was or why it was there, but I couldn't see myself bringing in that amount of money because I don't know whether it was I didn't have the self worth in order to get there or what it was but like I was talking to Benjamin this morning and we were sitting there and I'm like you know I would really like to set up a vision board because you and I were talking about how um, in a previous podcast to have a personal and a business Mm -hmm. vision board Mm -hmm. and the one that I would like to do for business I want to make it so that I'm running solo for the next two to five years I get things solid I get systems in place 
I get a solid contract built. And that was one thing I was working on yesterday when I got home is I've, I've been working on building out contracts, making sure that, you know, it's structured so that the first beginning cuts, we're cutting between these heights. And then during the summer, we're cutting between these heights. And then when we come back into the fall, we're cutting down a little bit lower. So we get the grass back into that height so that we can do aeration and seedings. And the customer is aware of all of that. <clears throat> and then when we get into mulching, I have an estimated date of March 11th. That is when we will start. And then that will continue into the end of March. And then once April gets here, that's when mowing gets into play. And I'll still do mulching here and there, but I don't want to take up my schedule because I want it to be Monday through Friday. I'm mowing Monday. I'm going to do commercial. So I have, um, work with Al our buddy, Alex Huber. He has a couple of contracts up this area that I told him, I was like, look, I will take care of these properties on this day. I can only do X amount, so I'll do one or two. Mm -hmm. um, I also have a um, barbershop that I take care of, and we just kind of exchange services because the haircuts there are pretty expensive, but I also do haircut beard, you know, the whole nine. So it's it's well worth it, but it's also a very good connection with the guy that works there. Um, but Tuesday through Friday, I want to just do mowings and then also have the ability that, like, my big thing this year is going to be clean truck, clean trailer, I have the square barrels in the back of the truck so that I can take out my bagger and throw them in the truck real quick, keep the truck clean, and just present myself very well and go from there. So just having the ability to structure everything so that I'm doing everything right and then making sure that the money follows. So it's not going to be, okay, we're going to reach to this goal of like, you know, 100000 within the landscaping. It's going to be everything's going to be structured and where the things fall, we fall. Okay. So, so when, when it comes back to the, the, the subconscious mind, what are you doing to create the check the check boxes? And then what are you doing to check those boxes without even having to think? So right now, the, the biggest thing for me is going to be structure and systems because that's what I've noticed here is what has helped kind of per what launch this company somewhere is because we have the systems in inventory. We have the systems when it comes to, you know, using materials If we have to, you know, if we take out bolts, we have to make sure we write down how many bolts we used, blah, 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 like the whole nine. Mm -hmm. We have structure and systems. So I need to implement those structures and systems within Scarlet Oak, which I had through a CRM, but I never really implemented it correctly. Okay. You know, and then like I have to kind of cut the fat per se. So, when I had the landscape company running full bore, I had a CPA that I paid monthly to kind of go through <clears throat> services. That barely happens nowadays. So I figure, what am I going to do? I'm going to talk to Craig and just be like, hey, you have had X experience through QuickBooks. Mm -hmm. Can you help guide me through QuickBooks on my account? Help me get things back into shape so everything from A through Z lines up properly, works perfectly, and I don't have to worry about it. Right. You know, and I can go in once a month, check the things I need to check, make sure that I'm, you know, on track, mm -hmm. you know, keeping spending way down. Because mm -hmm. that's the big thing is like, it's not going to be a big company, but I'd love to make it so that when, like we said, Dawson grows, I can grow Scarlet Oak into the taking mm -hmm. care of Dawson mm -hmm. and then I can go okay well I have my schedule built out to X amount I'm going to hire somebody to come in and then slowly grow it again and then have it so that I can have that run but still run everything here right so that's kind of where my goal kind of goes is like that's where my mind and that was kind of part of what I was thinking about a couple months ago is just mm -hmm. figuring out who I am where I need to be and then 
actually giving myself the ability to get there. Good. So the subconscious is going, okay, who am I? Where where do I need to be? How do I need to get there? Because I didn't have that placed out in front of me. I just had, okay, cool. It'd be cool if I just hit this arbitrary number that I just shot out of my ass versus, okay, this is how I'm going to structure things. This is how I'm going to break it down. This is how I'm going to get there. Yeah, well, that goes, go, go in my office right now and look at, there's a chart that I made in 2000. 16 I think it was and um god I'm getting old and um it not only says how much money I want to make how I'm going to do it yeah how many multimates do I have to sell um so that's very important so <clears throat> here's my question to you we're going to keep this focused on you so like we're you you've spoke a lot about your subconscious mind and the things that you're going to do to make it to, to to check the boxes to to grow what you want to grow the other side of that is your customer's subconscious mind. Yeah. Right? So how are you going to put them at ease? How are you going to make them feel like, wow, I can really rely on Scarlett and, you know, Kyle, you know, what what is your plan as far as how they feel when they're subconscious? So my biggest thing is I'm going to reach out during, so we're not going to grow anything past 20 or so clients per se. Um, and the reason I want to do that is because I want to keep things small. I want to keep them local, but I also want to be able to focus on my family. So the one thing I'm definitely starting is I'm going to reach out to the people that we've had this year and say, hey, look, this is how we're structuring everything. Next year, if you want these services, these are the dates of which or within the dates that we're going to work within. Mm -hmm. And depending on the properties, like the quote that I sent out yesterday, it was around $4,000 per se with, um, with the contract. And that was mowing that was mulching that was just a yearly estimate what it was going to be and i said look here's the dates within we're going to do the mulch or the mowing it's going to be from april 1st to november 1st because mm -hmm. reluctantly it falls on a friday mm -hmm. um we're going to service a property every friday if you would like it bagged please let us know it will be this price and i i set them apart i said this one's you know per service just kind of going through mowing the clippings and then this one is going to be your uh, bagged price and then I kind of laid everything out in a description below but then when it came to mulching I said before we mulch we're going to take a day to come through we're going to clean all the garden beds out we're going to edge everything and we're going to trim up some of the bushes that are getting hairy if there's anything that you want us to do extra please let us know and that will be added on to as a service charge per se mm -hmm. um, and then you know these have to be done within like March 11th to April 1st and that's when we're going to do those. And then when it comes to aerations on, I think it was like September, it was like the first week of September, that's when we're going to start cutting grasses shorter. So if you would like aerations, this is the time we're going to plan for it. And it's just the biggest thing is just creating the structure and planning the time and making sure to show them, hey, we have this set up this way. Once you accept it, it'll be put into our CRM. We're going to take care of you in this way if you have any questions or if we have weather delays things are going to be communicated properly um and i think the one big thing that i would like to do this year is just send the link to our facebook page mm -hmm. i'm gonna do a weekly message and just say hey look here's what the weather looks like kind of what you did with laser cut is here's how the weather looks just keeping in front of them and then as i slowly grow into certain areas mm -hmm. geography wise mm -hmm. it'll be you know, getting a hold of a little bit more people, getting a hold of a little bit more people and just letting my family know, communicating with them is, hey, we're going to slowly grow this, you know, say five people per year right now, get it to a point that we can have somebody come in at X price. We can have them run 
you know, X amount of lawns and make sure that they're good with the systems mm-hmm. and still not overstress myself within Dawson and within Scarlet Oak and within my family. Okay. So I'm running numbers while you're saying all this. And so I'm <clears throat> going back to my years of doing landscaping and I had a bunch of customers where we would charge them once a month, yeah. 12 months out of the year. And there's one of them in particular I'm, I'm thinking of because this is the guy I started with. His name was Jay really nice guy yeah financial advisor made made good money and uh he lived in uh, millersville okay and i can't remember exactly what i charged him i was just trying to run the math i think i charged him about two thousand dollars per month yeah so and that two- was another thing too and we can come back to that is i i did lay out i said we have two structured payment levels we can do a yearly prepay which then has us completely locked in and i will give you set dates for everything and I'll send everything over via a calendar or whatever it may be. But just let them know, like, hey, these are your dates. If you're on the calendar and things get moved because of rain, X, Y, Z, we will communicate that. But these are your locked-in dates currently. Do they pay everything up front? So, yeah. So, that'll be – it'll probably be mowing only, mm-hmm. which I have to double-check. I think I have it as mowing only in that contract because I just started reworking everything. Mm-hmm. And like I told him, I said, you know – Small things may change. We'll we'll talk it out and then just keep a clear line of you know communication. But having the monthly helps me out, but it also helps them out. So I don't know. That was just something I wanted to touch on real quick too. Yeah. So like this one guy Jay, I love Jay. He's such a good man and uh, good good father. But he had a property right on the water, <clears throat> and it was a freaking hill. Yeah. And the grass was nothing. There was like there's three sections of grass down this hill. We had to carry a push mower down this hill and yeah. carry it back out. Miserable. And this is one of those situations where uh, a bark blower was perfect. Yeah. Perfect spot for it. Um, so anybody that wants to bark at me about, I, I, somebody yesterday was like, eh, bark blowers are It has its applications. I told him that on this on this thing, I'm like, on this thread. I'm like, dude, it, we're not, Mulchmate does not say bark blowers suck. Mulchmate says we'd love to work in conjunction with. Yeah. That's how we see it. So um, this guy, Jay, I want to say I charged him in the neighborhood of like, Two thousand twenty five hundred dollars a month. Yeah. And what it did, he had like I want to say he had like forty or fifty yards of mulch to put down every year. The terrain was ignorantly difficult. That's a lot of mulch. It was dude, the whole property was mulch. That's the great. entire hill was was mulch and vines. He had he had dogwoods and he had um, ivy and then he was getting a lot of erosion. So I put in this like riprap like tiered things for him. Yeah. And he said that at a, at at all the thirty years I think he lived in this home. He said that every landscaper he ever had, he paid them to fix it, and all they ever did was put a Band-Aid on it. They never actually fixed it. And, I, really. came, and I came in and fixed it because I I have a very heavy background in, in water management, like stormwater management, and, and so I knew exactly what to do to get this fixed. And to this day that I know of, it doesn't erode. Yeah. It, slow water down. Direct it where you need to go, basically, is what it is. So anyway, let's say it was $2,000 a month I was charging Jay. That at twelve months a year, that's twenty four thousand dollars a year. So if you have twenty four thousand dollars a year, and you let's say you had twenty of these clients, dude, you're pumping out almost half a mil. Yeah. So you got to find twenty J's. There's a lot of twenty J's around here. Yeah. A lot of J's around here. Well, the biggest thing is also finding those ge- geographical pockets. Like Linthicum, there's not they're, a lot of J. There's like no. two. Yeah. There's and not, not you here. can't find them. No, they're not here. Um, but you go to Severna Park and you'll have twenty J's on the you know the that little neighborhood or something. Hey, around here, if you guys want to know, sign up to Carlson uh, uh, Coaching. I'll tell you where the pockets are. 
There's I've heard the pockets. I know the pockets. Um, there's one of them actually that you'd never believe. You'd never believe it. It's you had to go through the ghetto to get to it. Through the ghetto. You'll never. You'll never. Get is it, it? Is it up? Is it up this way or no? No. 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 Anyway. I'm gonna take a guess off air. Yeah, no. So I'll I'll tell you, but it, it, there's there's these pockets everywhere, and there's just ungodly amounts of money. Yeah. The only thing, like I, I told Chloe, the one thing is like if we move somewhere, I want to try keeping it localized to that area. Yeah. But the one pocket that I won't leave is that Severna Park pocket because it's ten minutes from the shop. I don't care if I have an hour drive, if I have to go around 695 or something afterwards, mm -hmm. that is a really good pocket because mm -hmm. after here, I'm right there. Yeah. You well, know? And that's as long as we're here. Like, I'm really concerned with this location as far as what does our lease go another three and a half years? Yeah. Um, first off, I hope that we explode and we have to sublease this out to somebody else and we go somewhere else. The only one advantage we have is across the street. The oh, the airport is That is massive. the one advantage that we do have I being at, this close to it. I looked at a bunch of buildings around here, and they are four, five, six million dollars $6 and they are pieces of junk. I wouldn't doubt it. it. Literally holes in the buildings. I'm like, you want how much for this? You need to be. You need to pay me to tear it down. Yeah. H horrible. Anyway, um, you know, that that's all really cool, good information, Kyle. So can I jump into what I see the subconscious mind as? Yeah, certainly. So it is, it is imperative for all of us whether it's business relationships uh your own psyche to understand your own subconscious mind first off and then second off the people around you so the subconscious mind is is the most powerful thing in my opinion because it is it is the go no go gauge to your life it is the it everybody talks about your gut feeling right yeah well your gut feeling in these subconscious mind decisions are all based upon your experiences in life and you build this gut feeling like it starts with I'm going to call it childhood trauma or childhood um, a good childhood or childhood trauma. There's one yeah. or the other, basically. And so we all go through things in our childhood, and that will and and eventually end up serving us if we can spin it in a good way. Like me, for instance, not a great childhood. Yeah, you use it as a driver, not a anchor. Correct. Yeah, Correct. You use it as your propeller. A crutch. I call it a crutch. Yeah. Don't use it as a crutch. Use it as like I have a very large chip on my shoulder from all these things that have happened to me and I wear those fuckers proudly and I go every time I need one I reach up there on my shoulder and I grab one and I pull it down and I'm like this is what's going to fuel me yeah because I never it's a badge of honor yeah I never want whatever that is to be right right like I, I want to take that that chip and, and run with it so not a badge what would you call that um I don't know, maybe like a fuel chip or something we'll call yeah it. yeah it's just it's just fuel it's it's nitrous to my life yeah right and so um you know going through life and trying to to navigate this crazy world we all live in we we have these experiences and it builds up these these emotions and allows you to then collectively put together this thing we call the gut you know the gut reaction the gut feeling and so whenever you go into something a lot of people what i've learned is they they don't listen to their gut they try to they listen to their emotions yeah and their emotions are irrational they're all over the place and it makes you feel kind of crazy honestly i've i've had my emotions get a hold of me plenty of times and and i never seem to have a good outcome when i listen to my emotions but when i listen to my gut here's what i found the first thing that hits you after you this is for people that are i'm gonna call them older anytime you you, you surpass like that 28 year old mark you've got enough experiences if you haven't just spent your time partying drinking acting like an idiot you've collected your, your data you've got enough data to like i remember when i turned 20 i was like man i feel really good i feel like 
you know, I'm starting to get things right in my life. And that same day I said that, I broke my jaw. Yeah. So life well, just that was like, kind of out of your, I guess, control. So I'm going to disagree. I'm going to politely disagree. My experience with that was that was life telling me don't get complacent. Yeah. That's what, that's how I took it. Um, it was fully in my control. I did it to myself. I fucked up. And and I that was a self induced dumbass decision I made. Yeah. And and it's it So why would you say that was so but the only reason I ask is because the way I see it is like you can't control that something breaking and like especially of that magnitude and just coming at you specifically. <clears throat> I heard the machine banging and there was noise coming out of it that wasn't right. And so I was walking around trying to figure it out. Yeah. But what I should have done is walk away and come back thirty minutes later. Yeah. When the machine had been done making a racket. Because I turned it off. The machine was off when I when it hit me. It was the the place I, I was I was back then the feel man, this is I'm getting really vulnerable here. Back then I had this cockiness about me to where it was like, I can fix anything. Let me look at it, stand out of my way, get out of my way, I got this, blah, blah, blah. And it it jumped up and it hit me. And yeah. I and if I would have just Okay, it's like I tell my kids when we say when we stand there waiting for the bus in the morning. I live on a road where people drive like peckerheads, and they like to race up the road. And there, yeah, and it's this uphill, nice turn, climb. It's fun. I get it, but I was trying to explain to my daughter the other day. It's about odds, right? And I said, I want you to stand here when we wait for the bus, meaning away from the road a little bit, because yeah, we can stand down there where your mother always says. But I've seen cars jump my driveway. And well, I they jumped your driveway. They've taken down the fence in a couple of spots. Mailbox, fence, trees. It, yeah, you name it. You name it. It's happened. And so I was trying to explain to her and her mother, like, if we just stand back here, the odds of you getting hit are, like, really reduced. And it's always about what is the gain. So when you make a decision, what is the gain going to come from it? And if there's really no gain, then just back up. Yeah. Just back up. And so my gut feeling of all this was – you know, I was trying to tell my daughter this because my gut is like, man, I would hate to lose her just because I I wasn't, I didn't want to open my mouth. Yeah. That'd be so dumb. So like a lot of times you'll hear me go through the chop and I'll say, I've just got to say this. I've just got to get it off my chest. I need you guys to be careful. I need you to pay attention where, where fire extinguishers are. I need you to pay attention to, you know, I go around the shop and tell people all the time, when you put something up on a shelf with a forklift, it needs to be wrapped, strapped, banded, something. Yeah. Because I've experienced earthquakes. I've experienced heavy, big earthquakes in Maryland. And I literally, when I was when I experienced the last one, I was watching the mirror in my bathroom smash against the wall. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. Well, could you imagine what this racking would do and the leverage it has and how high? I mean, it's 25 foot high. And there's 25,000 pounds on each shelf like each rack yeah what if that come crashing down so first off y'all need to learn how to run the hell out of the building if you're an earthquake yeah right just run you're not gonna catch shit um but that goes back to that, that gut reaction and that subconscious mind of like if i just say this it will it'll kind of put a period on things and everybody can go nick always says this and i think that's why my voice rings on a lot of y'all's heads is because i'm constantly doing that and <clears throat> so anyway getting back to the subconscious mind you know it, it's it's all about those 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 check marks the subcon the 
your experiences going through life and you and you go, this felt good or this didn't feel good. So if your gut is screaming at you, the best thing to do is listen to your gut on the first thing that comes across your mind. That's something I've been working on really hard is telling you guys exactly what hits me first. Because And that's <laughs> what we've been doing with a couple of these podcasts too is like what is – okay, what sounds – good for today's podcast and you just hit me with one or two yeah and we'll start with one and then i mean we have a list of them here mm -hmm. but we go through the first one that way it's something that's it's on your mind it's something you're thinking about it's it's easy to give information on and then when we go to our next ones that we talk about we go okay well we've been talking about this i really have some subject matter that we can go over and hopefully help somebody out with this mm -hmm. so that's kind of how we kind of go about the podcast and i I like it because it's front of mind mm -hmm. and it's not something you're having to think about. It's, it's already on your mind. You've been thinking about it. So let's get it out. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what, what tends to happen with me. And I'm not sure how everybody else does it. I think this works really well is by the time I open my mouth, I've been thinking about something for weeks Yeah, and no one knows I'm thinking about it. And I'm sitting there mulling over it, mulling over it, mulling over it. And by the time it comes out of my mouth, everybody's like, well, shit, that's a good idea because I've, I've, work through all the issues with that thought before I even open my mouth. If there's a dumb idea, typically I just go, that's fucking dumb. And I just kind of move about my day. <clears throat> um, but, you know, when I, when to kind of close up this, this uh, podcast, give me a short and sweet one, guys. Um, the, do not discount the subconscious mind. Do as absolutely much research as you can on it. We have barely, barely... But don't bury yourself with analysis paralysis. No, don't do that. But like... Yeah. But but do yourself a favor and read a couple books on it. Exactly. You know, and just get familiar with it. I think a lot of people ignore it and they don't give it enough credit. And I think a lot of... A lot of our success here at Dawson Manufacturing has come from the fact that I am so aware of... I have a saying, perception is reality. Because your perception is based off of your subconscious mind. Your subconscious mind has certain things that it needs to 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 open your wallet. Yeah. Right. And and you know, have a feeling. And so we really, really strive to to touch on the subconscious mind here, Dawson, whether it's our advertising, our marketing, our giveaway products that we have at trade shows, our booth setups, um, everything. Well that's something to be said about the marketing and everything, because it, it subconscious does go back to the seven touches. Because you don't necessarily have to see it, read it, remember it. It's, I've seen that before. I've seen that before. I've seen that before. And you, it's just a matter of making the connection of, okay, it's not. this isn't the first time I've seen something. Maybe this is, you know, the universe, or as people would say, you know, the universe or God's giving me a sign. Absolutely. I mean, there's signs all around us, I believe. And um, it is, it's imperative. Dude, the universe is literally all the secrets that everybody is like is trying to sell you on Instagram and these mastermind groups and all that. It the answer is right in front of you. Yeah, they're You're literally telling it to you. Yeah, they're just all they're doing is just repackaging the same message over and over and over, monetizing it, monetizing, and, then, and it's the same message. Yeah, it's the same. And, and you're literally, if you just go watch TV for an hour, everything you want to know, it'll be taught to you in those messages because they. There are groups that spend billions of dollars studying all this nonsense. And they're giving you the, the answers. Like, if you want to know how to make a good YouTube video, go watch Mr. Beast. Yeah. 
just go study him. Yeah, he, study his clip arts before the the videos because you'll notice this is one thing I thought was cool is they'll change multiple times until he gets it right. Right. And then it sticks. Right. So like the million dollar house or the one dollar to a million dollar whatever, hundred million dollar house. It, it changed two or three times. The um the laser um, game that they did, it changed three or four times, I noticed, within a week. Mm-hmm. You know, so, And that was something that I was just studying, <clears throat> is just figuring out how he changes it and why. The, the answer, guys, just, just for everyone that's listening, is it, it's, it's in you. Yeah. Pay the fuck attention, and you will... If you just simply open your eyes, you're going to understand that everything you've ever wanted out of your life is actually being sold to you over and over and over again and if you stop paying attention to the the marketing and start paying attention to what serves you you, the answers are staring you in the face yeah i could talk to you till i'm blue in the face thing is is that there's about ten thousand other people that'll tell you the exact same thing probably there's probably just in different manners and this and that there's probably a million people out there that'll tell you exactly the same thing it's just a matter of you finally opening your ears and eyes to what's really going on yeah so Anyway, we have to jump off here. We have a very special guest coming in the next episode. So you guys tune in to the next episode of Life in the Fast Lane, and you're about to find out who it is. Hell yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. He's going to be jumping on here with us in about 30 minutes, and we cannot wait. I'm uh, excited to start the guest series. Yeah, it'll be, it'll fun. be fun. I'm not going to – I don't want to do it all the time. Yeah. But I've got a list of people that have already asked to be on. It helps because it, it gives us variety. It gives us other mindsets. It gives us – notoriety it, it's a whole nine the whole thing you know and maybe we help him out with something little that we say i've already done it i know that uh, well yeah <laughs> that's but that's what we do when you're friends it's what you take care of each other so anyway guys thanks for joining us we got to jump off here we love you make sure you go check out the uh mulchmate uh mulchmate usa instagram uh dawson mfg um if you have any questions hit us up with an email at hey h-e-y fastlane at gmail.com and then don't forget the carlson coaching program link in the description below if you want to know how to crush your life and in a good way and be more profitable be happier and a more balanced life uh jump on there buy one of the time slots and i will absolutely sit down personally with you and help you out and get you pointed in a really 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 good direction and with that said we're out i love it see you guys have an awesome day love you adios